This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered. By fans. Rebel. Vicious. But brilliant. You're with it. What's got around the back? And Richie Wood has done it again. The magic man has come up with another trick. Well, there's a chance to seal it. It's done. It's Georgie Kelly. Hello everybody, welcome back to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast and there's a wave of positivity coming forward which was unheard of just a week ago, less than a week ago. Um, but a few signs through the door and the, mood, the mood's lifted, uh, to put it that way. Uh, we'll go through the signings, we'll go through obviously the preview of Blackburn Rovers on the early kickoff on Saturday. Uh, Danny is still with us, how are you doing Danny? I'm alright, thank you. How are we doing gents? Very, very well. And Mick returns. Mick, you were missed on Sunday, Monday, whenever we did it. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate, yeah. So I understand. I uh, I did listen. Yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> Do we not rant enough for you? That what it were. No, you were a bit boring, to be honest. I turned it off. <laughs> <halfway through. laughs> no, well. um, I'll be with us. Graham Lindley asks how we're all doing. Very good. Uh, Martin Holland, Russ Vernon, Dean Cately, Dominic Carwood, all with us. Thank you very much for being here. Um, and uh, John Morell says, "Good evening, lads. Mick back from his band. Nice to see you." Well, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Will it last the episode? Who knows? YouTube um, prison. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. First of all, thank you for being with us. Uh, if you haven't already, please do subscribe on YouTube. If you are watching on there, if you are not, not subscribed on there, do subscribe. We're creeping up to well, nearly nearly eighty fifty. Aim of nine hundred before the end of the season. So I think we can get there. If you all keep doing it, we appreciate we've had some great numbers from the podcast and the YouTube video the last month or so. So thank you all for being with us and continuing watching this episode, even when Robin United aren't doing so well. Um, yeah, but here we go. Positivity. Who would have thought, Danny, we'd be talking we'd be talking with in such positive words? Uh, two central defenders. Well, obviously um, the guy from Leeds is a bit a bit more flexible, but Sean Morrison. Uh, and Leo yelled, we think it's pronounced, which we'll keep, we'll, we'll work on that. Um, how do you feel about, we'll start with Sean Morrison first, because I think we, know, we all know a bit more about him, to be honest. Um, on paper, that is a really, really, really good signing. There's caveats with it, obviously, because of injury issues, but that could be an inspired signing, to be honest. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> it's just another leader at the back and someone who knows the decision, um, decision knows the division, should I say, like the back of his hand. Um, even in the season where he got injured, he still captained Cardiff 11 times out of his 16 in the championship. Um, so, yeah, and <clears throat> he, sa- he sounds like he's a bit of more of a getting stuck in sort of character. You know, I'm sure a lot of people remember the video of him having to do with Richard Keogh, um, which did his rounds on social media. It. Yeah, when we signed him. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, like you said, there are caveats to it. He did spend the entirety of last season and half of this season out injured, which I think I have written down somewhere. Cruciate ligament rupture. So yeah, it's, it's a bad one, that one. Um, but from his interview we gave on iFollow, he said that he has still been in Cardiff's under-23s, so he has still got that little bit of match fitness. Maybe not Rotherham United match fitness like we've come to know over the last few years, but at least he has still been out there getting game time, effectively. Mm. you know, He's not just been sat having yeah. rehab no, in exactly. Cardiff after his contract expired. He has still been getting out there and getting some game time. So that's a bit more of a... Uh, I would describe it a bit more of a, uh, a mind of tease from me with the signing. And apparently, he's ready to get called upon for the Blackburn game on Saturday. So, happy days. Yeah. Last last game was February 2021. I think 6th of February. So it is almost, a, almost exactly a year. Um, but if you look at his history, Mick, and this is what I tend to, tend to look at more, is he's played a lot of games in nearly every single season. Mm. This is not a guy who's played 10 games in a season, then not played for a year, and then another 10 games. He's played loads of times. I think it's eight years at Cardiff. You don't stay at a club for eight years if you're not doing well. And Cardiff weren't rubbish for most of those periods. Yeah. Ironically, they've just turned rubbish now, now that he's leaving, which is, which is, which is strange. You know, he took him to the Premier League. He captained, the Premier, he captained them during, in the Premier League. Uh, he's got all the experience you could possibly want. Um I think Matt Taylor might have mentioned it, or Sean Morris might have mentioned it. It ticks all the boxes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and, and as you say, crucially, boatloads of uh, boatloads of experience, um, and hopefully, it'll be a part of um, stopping us being the pansy ass team that we've been for the last um, five or six games. You know, because it, 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 that's what it needs. It needs somebody who's going to put some boots up some backsides, um, which. Sadly, Woody's not been able to do in the last last few games when he's played. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, all for it, all for it. It's it's a very, very good signing, assuming assuming we can get into some level of fitness, um, and that, that's that, that's key. Um, we're not too bad off at the back anyway. I don't think I'm not convinced that's where the issues have been. Albeit defensively, we have been poor. I accept that, but the quality back there. Is 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 at a reasonable level anyway. So anything we can do to strengthen that, oh, oh, fantastic. Um, and this lad clearly fits that bill, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He does it does just a couple of stats. He's, he's played two hundred and sixty-six times in the Championship, another fifty times in the Premier League. Um, he's had over fifty goal involvements in the Championship in those two hundred and sixty-six. So not only is he obviously a good defender, Danny, because he wouldn't have played in those games. Is a massive threat aerially, a massive threat, and he has got a brilliant long throw. Yeah, he does. 
Um, it'll be interesting to see how we're deploying. Will he be deployed as the long throw man when we're attacking? And how will that fit into him being that aerial threat? Because I think Cardiff released a, uh, a thank you video on YouTube mm. about it. And we call Richard Woods a wrecking ball when it comes to headers. Well, what on earth, Sean Morrison? You know, he just jumps up, smacks his head on it, and it goes in. Um, he's definitely a goal-scoring centre-half, and to have two of them in the same team might prove quite fruitful. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Sean Morrison in a Rotherham shirt. I saw Cardiff fans saying it looks odd in being back in reds, tying to them playing in red for what was a strange spell. Um, but, yeah, 32, good age for a centre-half. Like you say, 260-odd appearances. He definitely knows the division. Um I'm looking forward to seeing him in action. I really am. I want to see what his game's about. Yeah. Yeah. My like Simic is not, he's, he must be a nice guy. I'm not saying he, he clearly is a nice guy, but he's got an edge about him. Mm. And I think we, we talk, we, we, a lot of people took the mickey out of the good human, the good human being things. And it worked. Under, under the right manager, that works. Yeah. But this is now different. And I think it's good to have a bit of needle uh, and, that type of leader, just to just to just to mix it up a bit as well, maybe. To, to have the the these these good human beings, as we've talked about many many times before, you've got to have the whole package, uh, and that's from management downwards and upwards as well. Everybody's got to be buying into it. Everybody's got to be invested in it, and and the whole environment has got to be settled, and everybody's singing from the same hymn sheet. By the very nature of a change of management team. There's going to be a, a, a an alteration to that atmosphere and that culture, and, and as soon as that happens, you know things start. Things inevitably will go awry. It, it's just the way it is. Um, so, so yeah, it, it, I suppose shaking it up and bringing in some some new ideas, some new people, some new. Um, I, I hate using the word vision, but you know what I mean. Uh, some new approach. To the culture is, is it can only be a good thing, um, and and when you add that experience in there, because you, you look at the experience we've got in the team and it's Woody, essentially, mm-hmm. Peltier obviously has, has, has come in and uh, and brought a little bit, but that's just this season. So so yeah, it, it's 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 great. I love it. I'm I'm, I'm seriously impressed with it. Um, but the, the caveat, like we keep saying, is we've got to we've got to make sure he's fit enough. Yeah, the sort of positive with the fitness issue are is we've only got two games and we've got another two weeks off. So we've, and I know I know these are two tough games. You've got Blackburn and Watford. These aren't you know we're not playing some mugs here. But if you can get through these games with minimal damage, because he's not going to be the only one. You're going to be another player or two that we signed that maybe haven't played for a while. Then maybe we can ease them in a little bit, Danny. And uh, that's obviously not in Matt Tiller's thinking. That's just how the fixtures have worked out. Uh, but it's a little bit of a bonus that we haven't. We're not playing Saturday, Tuesday at the minute. Yeah, it is, and it gives Taylor time with the players mm. as well between the fixtures. Um, I know they talked about maybe having more than two in before Saturday's game could still happen. Um, but yeah, like I say, it's a good job we're not playing Saturday, Tuesday. It gives the, some players more recovery time. I think Grant Hall's nearly back, and then Tom Eves and Georgie are about a week or two away as well. <clears throat> so to have a player who is ready to play his part for the team right now, in his own words, 
um, it is a big asset. It's not like we've signed him and then it's like, right, we have to break you in yeah. easily. If you like, it's a case of, right, you are ready to go whenever we need you, whether it's for 20 minutes at the end or whatever. Um, so to have that sort of player coming in, yeah, we'll have to mitigate it because of his injury. But to have a player that's already like, yeah, put me in because I'm ready, it, that's another positive to it as well, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. We've got John Morrell says uh, he needs legs around him. I remember from previously, uh, he's rather slow. Yeah, I don't think he is the quickest. Um, but that's where Cam Humphries comes in. Um, and maybe well, Wes is not the quickest, but he's not slow. Maybe you put Wes in and around him. I, I may be a bit concerned, Mick, if we saw Richard Wood, Lee Pelty, and Sean Morrison all starting a back three. That would be quite a significant concern. Uh, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't expect to see that. I, w- I would have thought that would be almost a last resort because that would be so slow. Yeah. Yeah, it would. It would. Cam Humphries has got to be in there. Wes has got to be in there as well to, to add that little bit of uh, injection of pace in there. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. I mean, we're, we're obviously going to move on to another another signing, so we'll, we'll also potentially fit into that area. So we we don't know about him either, do we? So in, in, in terms of pace and everything else, but I would suggest um, he ain't going to be a thirty-two year old barge, the new one. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> so I that to sound like it did because I'm not saying we've just bought a thirty-two year old barge, but you know what I mean. <laughs> To be fair, he's only 32, and it's not like he's 35, 36 year old, like Pelty. What's Pelty? 35, 36? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So he's got yeah. a bag of experience, but it's not like he's, he's no, still no. probably got three, at least three or four years left in him. Yeah. Um, I know he's, he's only contracted till the end of the season, which is maybe something we'll talk about again uh, in a moment. Um, let us go through some comments. Uh, Shelly, I've seen it looks like Morris looks like. Looking at Morrison's style of play, the nice that guy thing has gone out of the window. Yes, possibly. He might, he might be a lovely guy off the pitch, but I like it on the pitch where I don't like he is. I like that. Um, right, let's move on to Leo Yeldi. Uh, Yeldi. Again, I will probably get that wrong quite a lot, but that's what, that's what we're going with at the moment, Yeldi. Um, it's been very difficult, to be honest with you, to find any information about, about this guy. He's played 11 games for Ross County, a couple for Leeds in bit part games been on the bench a few times. We have I've spoken to Russ Vernon, who knows a bit about Leeds, and he's got a friend who sent him a bit on him. I'll just read out what Russ has sent me, because I think it gives us a bit of information. Mm-hmm. Uh, to say, I think, uh, this is obviously in relation to Yelder, I think he's ready for it. Physically, he'd struggle, he shouldn't struggle. We'll just be settling into the league and the regularity of men's game every week. Predicted that he'll play on the left of a back three. Don't think he's got it in him to play the Bramall role a bit further up on the left, but wouldn't expect him to sit back either. This guy hasn't watched any of the Rotherham games, so couldn't tell us whether he'd be an upgrade on Humphreys or not. But that's sort of the, 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 the ideal role uh, that he's coming into. There's quite a lot of excitement on this guy, Danny. And it's and I suppose we've got to be careful because, again, we don't know much about him. But it looks exciting, to be honest with you. And it looks, again, looks a bit of positivity. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I will admit the only bits I've seen uh, Leo Yelder are um, what the club's put out of the training session that was part of. Um, and from what I've, that brief little spell I've seen there, he's got very quick feet, he's quite a good distributor of the ball in terms of quick passing round and about the back line. Um, from what I gathered, it looked like he was playing that more of a left back role <clears throat> during the training. Because uh, if you look where Morrison was, he was obviously in the centre two, and then Yelder was on the wide flank, bringing it forward and then dishing it into midfield. 
But yeah, um, I couldn't really find much about him either. Um, I think he's got 15 total senior appearances uh, and then 19 Premier League 2-ish appearances as well. And then obviously the handful of stuff that he's played in the academy. But um, he signed his first pro contract at 15 at Celtic. Mm. So he has been in and around the men's game for, for a fair number of years already. And, yeah, like um, Russ's mate said, he seems ready and up for it. Um, and he's got the very senior defenders to learn from in Woods and Morrison and Peltier as well. So it's going to be a great place for him to learn to be a physical defender. In it looks mm-hmm. like he's already got that natural quick feet distribution ability that may help us connect defence and midfields more than just hoofing it. Mm. And again, yeah, I, I agree on that on that little video. I don't know if you've seen it, me, but it looked again. It's just it was like a three second video, but it looked very comfortable. The ball at his feet. Um, the the again, the caveat to this would be he's clearly left set left footed. He's clearly if he if he plays in, in a back three, he's going to play the left hand side of the three, which we've been crying out for, to be honest with you, because um, on camera he's not naturally left footed. But if you have Cohen Bramall and Yelder together there. That's a massive lack of experience down one side. It's not just, you know, you're not got one player isolated who's a bit of experience. That could potentially be an issue in terms of working those together. Obviously, Morriston and Woody and Peltier have got, got to help with that. But that's maybe something that, uh, that could be something to look out for. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, and we've gone from one extreme to the other, haven't we, really? You know, with, with, with Sean Morrison and his, his, his experience and then... A nineteen-year-old lad with twelve senior appearances, you know, it's it is it is joke and cheese, literally. But um, I, I, a mate of mine at work was a big Leeds fan. Um, he wasn't aware of this being in the pipeline. I spoke to him about it this morning. We were really disappointed, really, really disappointed. He was anticipating him making some first-team appearances for Leeds this season. So, um, what that says, I don't know. Looking at looking at some of the comments on social media, again, there was quite a few. Leeds fans were hoping, I think, that they were going to see him in a Leeds shirt this year. So he's obviously well thought of. Um, and, and they haven't paid peanuts for him either, have they? I think five million, I think, is, is the figure I've seen quoted. It's in a million, I've seen it five, I'll simply find Yeah, so e- either way, either way, you know, he's, he's going to he's a useful addition to the squad. Um, whether he's going to, whether he's going to come in ahead of, of, Cam Humphreys at the moment, whether he's going to be have the same quality that Cam Humphreys has got, who knows? You know, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I would hate to see Humphreys kicked out of the scene, dropped out of the side at the moment because he is quality, that lad. He is absolute quality. Um, and as you pointed out, Matt, you know, he's, he's more a right sided player than a left sided player, and we've not seen him there yet. So it, it's, um, it's, it's going to be interesting, interesting to see how he. How, if, and how he fits both these players into the squad, um, and whether whether one of them, the, the Norwegian lad, whether he's a bit of a back burner initially, job. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Well, obviously, there's Jamie McCart as well, who I accept had a bit of a howler uh, in his last game, but that you know, his, his howler didn't stand out as as as, <laughs> as being particularly bad. Bearing in mind, the rest of the team had howlers as well, so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's there's plenty of options back there now. Plenty. Heard murmurs that McCart could be on his way out, 
Now that was about a week ago. I heard those murmurs, um, and nothing's come of that yet. Like, let's wait and see, um, because we have we've got a lot of centre backs. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's that's an issue, Danny. That uh, is, I suppose, is it an issue? But that, but I suppose that do, do if you do it this way, it means you can stop playing Wes as a centre back. You can play him as a right wing back. You could don't have to play Woody when you don't want to play Woody. You can maybe put Pelty out wide if you want to push him out a bit wide. It it maybe gives you more options. And it gives you hopefully something to show up because we we've all seen how bad the defending's been over the last month or so. Uh, something needed to change. I know we've got a lot of centre backs now, but it needs to happen. Something needed to happen, and hopefully this is it. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, yeah, like you say, we do have a fair few centre backs, but it just allows us to play different methods as well. Mm-hmm. Like with, with this number of centre backs, we can shift from a back three to a back four. Or, or vice versa, and it now actually gives us that option. Um, but it, but with Morrison coming in, it gives us more experience at this level, uh, which with McCart and and Humphreys and <clears throat> just for an example, don't have. But it but with um, Yelder coming in, it's also the backup of it's the young hungry player who has got a bit of ability about him. So it's a very nice contrast mm. that we've got there now. We've got the nice contrast of Yelder and Humphreys who are looking to break out and assert themselves. But then you've also got the experienced heads of Wood, Peltier and Morrison to back them up effectively. Um, yeah, I've heard the murmurs about McCart heading out as well. Can sort of understand that with the limited game time he's had. Um, <clears throat> the murmurings I've heard is potentially late and orient, is what I've been told. Um, so, yeah, I, I think bringing these two in will now allow us to look at the rest of it and go, right, can we see if about getting all the players' game time as well? And I think that is Matt Taylor's ethos. He's like bringing the ones we need in first before allowing anybody else out, which is quite clever. But also his ethos is we need experience in this division. We need people who've got the fight in them. And so far, I think they've ticked boxes with that. Yeah, I agree. Um by my count, we've got eight centre halves at the club. <laughs> that includes Wes. Um, we play three at the back, so there's going to have to be some movement there. You can't, there's no point giving eight players on books, is there? Um, so if McCartan, maybe one of those other ones goes out. I'll be honest with you, Mick. I don't think he fancies Richard Wood, Matt Taylor. I don't think he fancies him one little bit, and that's a shame. But if at the end of the day, the manager's right. Unfortunately, we'd all love Woody to carry on for at least another season, but Matt Taylor don't fancy him. Matt Taylor don't fancy him. I'm, and I might be wrong, but that's the feeling I get for at the minute. I absolutely agree with you. I feel exactly the same. Um, and, well, what can you say? He, he, he sees him more than we do. Um, so if he don't fancy him, he don't fancy him. Let's not get hung up about it. It's. Um, it is what it is. Um, He's it, it, been a fantastic servant for the club and, and he will spend the rest of this season here, no doubt, and we will see him playing for us again. But I don't think we'll see him playing anywhere near as regularly. Um, I get it. I do get it. Um, I'm not particularly happy with it, but that's more nostalgia rather than... Nostalgia's not the right word. Sentimental, probably, uh, than anything else. And you can't afford to be that. So... Um, it's down to manager, and if manager feel feels that there are better options, then there are better options. That's that's what we're gonna say. Mm. Yeah, 
Um, Mike the Miller says, whoever's playing at the back, we can't keep swapping the back line each yeah, week. Yeah. We desperately need unchanged defence, won't work otherwise. Yeah, and there was, we might not see that start with Danny because Sean Morris needs to get his fitness up and the Elden will need to get game time. I suspect February onwards, I hope February onwards, when the games start to come thick and fast again, Matt Till will know his best 11 uh, or certainly best 13 or 14 maybe that he's going to use on a regular basis because we, mm. we've talked about it on podcasts quite a lot. We need to see some more consistency and those players need to play together more and more and more and, and that will only benefit them. Yeah, it will. And I think it's also beneficial to us as a club that we've <clears throat> targeted the defenders first because mm. uh, obviously they've seen the issue because it's like 23 goals conceded in 10 games or something in that yeah. region. Um, so to get two centre-backs in before halfway through the window um, <clears throat> might show the slight focus of sorting out the defence first and then they can have that little bit of game time starting to gel with each other until the end of the window. Yeah, I see what fans are saying on social media about needing to sign a, sign a striker, but when we've got <clears throat> two goal scorers, sort of, in Connor Washington and Chio. Mm. Like that's like right, okay, so we can cope with that. We can stop it at the back for now, um, and then we can look at centre forwards later on. Like not not later on, later on. Just like focus on centre backs first, and then in the next couple of weeks, focus on to your midfielders and your centre forwards. So I can I can sort of see the game plan that's there for the transfer window. And so far, we've ticked boxes, like I've said. Um, and from what I've heard from a couple people, is we might be getting a centre forward in next. Mm. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. I won't mention who has told me that, so it might not happen. So don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> um, but yeah, centre forward might be next. Uh, but I'm quite happy we've gone for the defenders mm. first. Might be. Focus on that and then off we go. Let's wait and see. I think I think I get I get what Matilda's trying to do. I, I suspect it well. It might not be. It might have tried to send them all at once, and only these got through gate. We obviously don't know about that. Um, Yelda Yelda does come from pedigree, Mick. Um, his father, John John Olva Yeldev, who's played for Forest in the nineties, hundred and fifty-seven appearances. Forest. Anything on that? Means not to me, mate. <laughs> the name didn't make, the name didn't mean anything to me. Uh, the, the, the same name, you know. Obviously, there are. There are, there are uh, European players that whose names stand out from from what you can remember from the past few decades, but that's not one of them for me, I'm afraid. Okay. But then my own name, I struggle to recognise at times. So you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, he played 157 times for Forest, uh, 59 times for Mansfield as well. He also played in South Korea as well, interestingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a bit a bit of family pedigree in there. Um, Take from that what you will. Um, just a couple of additional couple of comments. Shelley IFC says good news for the, for the change of lads. Both of them look strong additions. Uh, John Simpson says good evening. Some good signings coming through. Am I right in thinking signings after tonight won't be registered to play in time Sunday? I, I think, think it's um, twelve o'clock. Yeah, yeah, twelve o'clock Friday. Yeah. So loans and tra- free transfers are different. I think loans are midday the day before. I'm not sure about free transfer. They can be done closer to the time, but they are different. Um, Danny, you're the bloody journalist, so I'll, I'll leave that to you to somehow find out. <laughs> I'm uh, saying about with you. I've got. I, I think it's twelve o'clock for permanents and loans for the whole right. registration thing to go through. But if the complete free agents, where they haven't been released by a club this month, mm. and 
yeah, they are complete free agents. For example, I'm not saying we're signing this person, but for an example, um, say, I don't know, uh, Danny Rose, for example, uh, he could come and sign up until five the day before, I think, because he's just without a club at all. Mm. But to use the Sean Morrison example, if he'd have come in on Friday... Um, it, he would have had to have been registered with us before 12 o'clock for him to play a part against Blackburn. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, how am I you okay? Do you think Morrison shops at Morrison's? No, he shops at Asda. <laughs> 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 if I were him, I would never go to Morrison's in my life because you'd never get into it, would you? You get one person yeah. that sees you in there and it's on Twitter forever. That Although it is a very easy sponsorship opportunity, isn't it? That's true. Morrison that shops true. at Morrison's. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know if there were many Morrison's down in South Wales. It might be different now it's up here. It's more of a northern mm. thing, isn't it? Mm. It feels like it anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, let's move on. Um, we're not going to cover all the transfer rumours because there's about 50, to be honest with you. The names and stuff we've heard over the last week or so. Some of obviously, two, two have obviously signed. Um, the rest obviously hasn't, so let's go from there. Um, yeah, let's see, we'll see what happens. We've got a game to talk about. Let's preview the game. Um, I'm gonna start with ref watch to ruin everybody's evening or morning whenever oh, you listen to this. No. Um, the referee is Dean Whitestone. Oh, if that, if that rings a bell to you, it should. Uh, he's the one that didn't give the penalty on Chio against Norwich. Oh. Uh, Along with many, many other incidents in that particular game, uh, yeah, he had a stinker. I'm afraid. Look, I, the positivity is I don't think it can be as bad as again. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it was horrific, weren't it? It wasn't just a bit bad, were it? It, it? it can't be a professional referee and perform like that consistently. So yeah, well, he's in championship, Matt. He's in the championship. Of course, he can. It's one of the qualifications for being a championship referee to be that consistently bad. <laughs> it's part of application process. We are not aware. <laughs> um, we have had him in the past where he's been quiet and we haven't noticed him. Um, the concern is we're playing against another team, Blackburn, who have history for being a bit soft. It's <laughs> their players going down, which is obviously what Norwich are famous for. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Oh, dear. Team White's done, everybody. Um, we should have led with that and then talked about the signings. <laughs> we should. Um, for my record, for my research, we are four unbeaten at home to Blackburn. Uh, last loss was, a, I think Steve Evans was in charge with the last defeat. That's how long ago it was. So a decent, decent enough home record. Um, but, Danny, it was two months ago, three months ago, we went to Ewood Park and I think Matt Taylor's second game, I think it was, um, and put up another, uh, defensively, a shambolic performance. So now would be a good time with these new players to maybe show the progression of, of what we can do with Matt Taylor's players, in order to put it. Yeah, um, that performance against Blackburn wasn't good. I think <clears throat> Taylor admitted himself that he got that one wrong uh, in the post-match. Um, it could motivate him and the players to improve on that performance and really knuckle down and get something out of it. Like people said in the comments, it is on Sky, so are we making sure it's recorded? So we, we might get a result out of this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's going to be a very, very difficult 
game in it because have Blackburn drawn a game yet? Don't no. think so. No. First time for everything. <laughs> you know, no, no draw. First time for everything. Um, but yeah, it, it is going to be an hard game. Black Blackburn are a team that have properly gotten sense together this season. They either go out and win or or just don't. <laughs> There's no in between with Blackburn. Um, yeah, like you say, they, they do have a little bit of a rep and possibly more this season of being a bit more inclined to be fouled, shall we put it. Rather than saying they're, they're a bit soft, they're more inclined to be fouled. Um, and if Mr Whitestone... Why are you beating around Bush, Danny? <laughs> because it's the proper way to put it, Mick. They're inclined to be fouled. They're, no, they're, a, bit, they're, a, they're a bit like Jack Grealish. They're more inclined to be fouled rather than just saying, oh, he falls off. Cheats, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, so this yeah, so we'll, <laughs> so we'll have to mitigate that. And <laughs> with players getting it on at the referee, for example, you show Morrison's and such, it might actually be beneficial to us because the ref will go actually. Mm, you never know. But yeah, um, first game of Matt Taylor's signings. So it'll be interesting to see where he puts Yelda and Morrison into that team if they are ready to be in the team. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, Blackburn stats are pretty incredible to be honest with you. 26 games, 14 wins, 12 losses, zero draws. They sit third with a goal difference of zero. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's just crazy. Obviously, they the, the, the literal definition of swings and roundabouts in football. <laughs> it's mad. Um, they won their last league game. They also won in, they beat Norwich in the, in the FA Cup. They did lose the three games prior to that. Um, yeah, strange, really, really strange. I, I can't recall stats like it at this stage in the season, to be honest with you, in terms of draws. Um, mm. it's strange, very, very strange, but let's wait and see what happens. Um, Ardrak says it's the banker for Blackburn's first draw of the season. Yeah, um, John Rell says Blackburn, a funny side, never impressed by them. Uh, when they seen them there, but they are uber clinical, do not concede first. They do still have, at time of recording, Ben Brayton Diaz is still at the club because I think they're wanting £16 million for a man that's out of contract in the summer. Don't think they're going to get that. Um, so he will still be playing on Saturday. Obviously, he's a, he's a danger man for them. Ready to pop the question? The jewellers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Looking at us, Nick, we all sort of expected one of Barlasser and Chio to be gone by now. Yeah, we did, yeah. Um, they were both training today. We were both, we were on the videos that the club released, they were both training. Um, what do you do there? Because when they came on last week, they did not impress. And that's putting it kindly, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> so the question is, what do you do? I mean, Chio is maybe a different story because your lack in that area of the pitch was so short on strikers, you might have to play him anyway. Mm. Um, less so in the centre midfield. 
if you didn't want to play Barlasa, but he's such a good player that it's difficult to not play him. I, I don't understand why you wouldn't play him, to be honest. I mean, ultimately, um, they're, they're other United players. Um, yes, they came on against Millwall and didn't impress, but nobody impressed. It nobody even came close to impressing. So, so that that's a bit of a non-starter, really. We've got to forget about that Millwall game. The 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 two of the best players that we've got, they start the game, for me, um, and and take it from there. Hopefully, they're gonna they're gonna commit to to the game like like they should do as a professional as as professional players. We'll have to wait and see, but um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have any qualms about having them in there. No qualms at all. Fair enough, Danny. Were you on the same boat? Just I was taking a drink. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I would say because we are a little bit short up top uh, with Eves and Kelly being out, I would say Chio is the more likely to be played of the two. But we saw against Ipswich that Taylor's not afraid to put Dan on the bench with the whole Middlesbrough thing surrounding him. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think out of the two, Dan is more likely to be on the bench, but we'll just have to wait and see what game we decide to play. And if um, Dan gets a start in birth, or if any of them get a start in birth. Mm. Yeah. Um, Jalen Simpson says, will Matt Taylor decide not to have them in the squad and press the players who will likely to stay? Possibly. He, he, is, he, is, he, he is seeming like he could be hardline about it. I might be, I might be thinking he's too hard line, but we'll make... you've got to accept that all these this transfer talk and all this talk about them wanting to leave is all rumor. There's no basis for it whatsoever. There's nothing come out of the club. There's no suggestion that 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 they don't want to play. It's all just made up. Ultimately, they've not performed particularly well in the in the last few games that they've played. But nobody's played particularly well. Nobody's performed well. So all we're doing here is is compounding these social media rumours that they don't want to play, they're not professional enough to to pull shirt on and and, and put put their all in. Nobody says that. That's that, sorry. Nobody can prove that. Nobody knows that. It's just rumour. That's all it is. I'm not saying there's no basis in it. What I'm saying is we don't know. Nobody knows. And well, that's all I have to say today. That we've rejected essentially reject, rejected bids for them. Yeah, we didn't say which players, but we we can put two, we're, two we're assuming, together. We don't know, but we're assuming that that's the case, and and it's a fair assumption to make. But we don't know. You know, they could be sat watching this now, thinking, "Well, I, I'm I'm well up for it. What are you on about?" I guess scrolling through <laughs> social media, saying, "Yeah, but you know what I mean." Yeah. So so it, it it's very very easy to jump on the back of. Somebody's stupid comment on on Twitter or on Facebook or whatever, and and assume that that's a fact when there's no basis for it whatsoever. Mm. But in mm. possibly, I think it's more to do with Matt Taylor mm-hmm. telling saying they wouldn't sign the contracts as well. But he didn't, well, Matt Taylor, it's we talked about it at the time, didn't we? It's a careless thing for him to say, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've uh, been through that, haven't we? Let's, yeah, we've been through that. Yeah. I got into trouble last time. <laughs> you did a little bit, yeah. Um, <laughs> excuse me, Palmer UK says big ass they are too afraid of getting injured to put a shift in. Uh, John Wells says you can't play them, sadly, sadly, football doesn't work how you say, Mick, and you know it. They would be they could be a negative impact on the team. 
uh, and Phil Oxen. Of course, there is as a basis they haven't signed the new contracts. I would yeah. I would agree with what John said there. There could be a negative influence on the team, but these are different. These are Paul Warren players. These are not those type of players that are going to down tools. That's a quid. I accept. <laughs> right. I'll say it again. These are Paul Warren players because I can only put two quid. I can't put a quid in. So um, they're not. They're, 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 their personalities are not the type that necessarily are going to down tools. Mm. Um, we've seen them. We've, we've all had them. At our clubs, every club has had these sorts of players that will do that, no question. But I'm not convinced that these two are. The the issue potentially comes more is more subconsciously that if they yeah. if they think a moves on the horizon, they're gonna be less likely to go in for a tackle or this, that, and the other. That's for me is more of an issue. You, you, Dan's been getting stuck in quite a lot this season. He's been much more aggressive on the ball and off the ball. If that's if he, if in back of his mind he's got something there, then that's a potential issue. Potential issue. Yeah. Um, again, I, I don't necessarily buy that they're going to down tools. Um, I think Chio's an easy one to look at and say he's not trying, but that's just how Chio plays when he's up top. He's not playing any different in the last three weeks than he has done all season up top. I, d- I don't think he's any more or less lazy than he has been. I think that's. I think people are a little bit harsh on Chio, to be honest. Um, but that's where Chio might be moved back out to the right hand side. We don't know. We'll have to wait and see on Saturday. We don't know what formation we're going to see. Um, let's move on to that, Danny. What do you reckon with these players that we're bringing in? Could you see a change in the formation? Um, he said that Yelda can play as a as essentially a left back and the left side of a three, so he's mm. maybe keeping his cards a bit close to his chest. Yeah, um, I spoke to <clears throat> one of my mates who I was at uni with, who was a Leeds fan, um, and he couldn't speak higher of Yelda, and he even said he can play as a centre back or as a left-back, and it's more or less quite an even split between where he plays. He can either play as not an out-and-out left-back, but just more on that left side. Uh, and then he's also played centrally as well. Um, but I'm purely basing it off, what, three, five seconds worth of training footage that we've seen. It was very left on that side. So I personally think he's going to be deployed as a left-back and potentially, we might see a formation change. That's very. <laughs> and I've just said, held uh, yelled as a left side of play. Well, that's a very left field of me to go with a formation change because I do like the three-five-two. But I think we are going to shift to a four at the back potentially. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think? Four, 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 two, four, five, one. Um. Potentially four, five, one. Think, yeah, interesting. Mick, what do you think? Can you see? We're obviously speculating, but again, what, what does Matt Taylor want? What does he want from his play? What's the best without many set of backs? Do we need to play three at back to play them? I mean, you, you bear in mind, we've, just, we've, signed, we've signed two centre backs as we've, as we've been talking about. There's potential for possibly another player to come in before, uh, before Saturday. Um, couple that with. The performances over the past five or six games, which have been abject, trying to come up with we've got players who, 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 who we're saying or some people are saying uh, don't want to play anymore. They want to they want to go out. We've got players who are injured. Um, it, it, you might as well just throw all the names in a hat and pick eleven out because it could be anybody. It could be absolutely anybody, couldn't it? Um, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. 
Um, it, it, who knows? Who knows? I think Matt Taylor is going to be in a position where he's, he's so desperate to improve performances. Uh, that, well, hopefully he's not because you know that that could that could then bring in wholesale changes that completely just you know sort of defeat the object really. Um, it's, it's, it's a lottery. I wouldn't. I, the only person who you can guarantee is going to be playing is Victor. Um, yeah, and I just can't see. I wouldn't like to. I wouldn't like to hazard a guess anywhere on the pitch, frankly. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Drummell says, surely you can't bring in two new defenders in off one training session. If in midfielders, yeah, but you can't have the defence too much. Sean Morrison has been training since at least Wednesday, possibly Tuesday. Um, and Yelder, to be honest with you, Yelder could have been training all week. His name has been talked about since the start of the week. Um, mm. at, at worst, his, his first training session was today, was today at best. It could have been Monday, but I think it was more like probably Wednesday, to be honest with you. But bear um, in mind also that John's not seen our defence for the last few games. <laughs> John, if you see our defence, it can't get any worse. Is it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, it can't get much worse. But this one, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, we just we just don't know. It's really interesting in see how we go. Uh, let's move forward. Shelley says, we can't play one up top. We've never been able to do it. Wash or Chio aren't good enough on their own. That, that's, that is true, Mick. I agree with that. There could be a striker in before Saturday. There is a name that's been linked, which we will maybe mention in a moment, uh, which could shake things up, to be honest with you. Um, but if it is Chio and Wash, what do you do? Because they play, they have played together briefly, and it's been quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's tough because you take, you take it away from somewhere. If you, take, if you, if you play, play them both, you're taking a midfielder away. If you go 4-5-1, you're taking a defender away. It's You're taking away from somewhere if you do that. You are. And if you're going to play those two in whatever formation, whether it's a two up front or, or Chio in behind Wash or Wash in behind Chio, um, you've got to have a press. Mm. Got to have a press. You've got, to, you've got to give them some support and you've got to win the ball back. And that's, that is, is what we've not been doing. That's gone from the game completely. Disappeared the intensity that we had. Uh, and, I, and here I go again, don't I? But if you you know if you need if you're gonna play those two players up front, or even one of those two players up front, you've got to use that. You've got to press. You've got to be able to win the ball back high up the pitch, um, and otherwise they're, they're ineffective. You look at Connor Washington at, at Millwall, and and he must have been absolutely furious when he came off that pitch. He must have been livid because he was running his socks off and getting no support from anybody at all. None at all, um, and and these are simple issues that need for me that need to be addressed. Um, you know, you can buy as many centre backs as you want, but if you're not going to try and win the ball back until it's on your own six yard line, what's the point? You might as well not play anybody up front because you're never going to be up there. Um, and if you are, you're going to have had to carry a ball there. So I don't mean physically carry it in your hands. You know what I mean. You're going to have to have dribbled it up there. You're going to, you're going to have. And and so, uh, for me, Wash Wash would probably be another one that would be one of the first names on sheet at the moment mm. because he's clearly committed to the cause. Because they were good against Ipswich and all, he was the only one that were good against Ipswich. Yeah, but that's the type of bloke he is. So I don't know. It, it it's it's so difficult. It's so difficult at the moment because for all the reasons that I've said, you know, we we're just in an absolute shambles as far as. 
tactically, it appears in a bit of a shambles. So um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know who's going to play where. <laughs> I've, I've got my boots polished. <laughs> um, John Morell says, and this is this is a good point, Danny. That if he, if he makes wholesale changes and Blackburn stick five passes as an example, where do you go? Because you've brought in your players, you've chucked them in at deep end, and you've got spanked five nil or you know like five five one on on telly. It's not the same time as Manchester derby, so most people won't be watching rather against Blackburn. That's not the point. Um, but it is a good point. It's it's a tough. It's a tough line he's got to walk here. Very tough line. Yeah, <clears throat> um, it's it's a very thin tightrope that line, isn't it? Like you say, if you go one way, it could be wholesale changes and Blackburn stick five passes. But if you go other way, it could be a clean sheet. Mm. You know, I mean, it might be why we all love football: the ifs and maybes and the uncertainty of some of it. Um, but yeah, I do get the point Johnny's trying to make. Where does he turn next? Um, he might have to just take it on chin and just go. Not had enough time with him, but I thought it was the better option. I think Matt Taylor would actually do that because he is very upfront and brutal at times with his comments, not just about himself, but about the players like we saw post Millwall and such. Um, yeah, that's all I can say to that comment, John. I, I agree with it and I see where you're coming from, but then completely on the flip side, what if it goes the other way? Yeah, what if we pick a win? Yeah, and we, we get a start. They're to the run. scales, aren't they? Yeah. I think that's exactly what I was trying to say in a very, very long winded way. You know, he <laughs> can make all the changes he wants, but it, it, unless, he, unless the fundamentals of the actual way we play change, from what we've had, five will go past us, potentially. Yeah. Quite, nobody would be surprised. Uh, if if so, we concede one, we'll concede three. That that that's how it's been, and that, that and that's what we've got to stop. That that's one of the key things you've, we've got to stop. If we concede in the last month or so, if if one goes in, that's it, game's done. Yeah, but we, we we're playing in championship, and if you keep giving the ball to the opposition, they're going to keep scoring. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that is just basic. <laughs> it's just so basic. And all we've been doing is giving the ball to the opposition and not really bothered trying to win it back. Mm. Yeah. But I've got that confidence thing as well, that, it, that he's got to arrest you bringing these players in. It naturally yeah, yeah. freshens things up, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Matt Taylor talked about, about purchases bringing players in in future. And he did mention that, that they could be putting transfer fees in front of clubs. Um, so we've gone from having loans and freebies to now there is money to spend. I don't think it's three million quid, but it, there is there is money to go around for for purchases. And that's not including the money that we may end up getting from Barlas and Chio. So that's 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 certainly a pos- positive step that there are there is room to manoeuvre in that transfer business, transfer rumour. Uh, transfer window, sorry. Um, let's have a bit of answer. Let's just go through some players that, that we've seen mentioned over the last few days because let's just get them out of the way, I suppose. I think I feel we're tiptoeing around them a little bit, to be honest with you. So let's just get them out of there. Any any players you've heard linked with in the last few days, except Leo Messi, um, I would oh, take. Um, we talked about the few on the last episode. Um, Aidan Flint's been one mentioned. We've had a few people in the comments mentioning Aidan Flint. I don't know if that's any closer. That's... Uh, I think Matt Taylor did speak about that actually, didn't he? Danny, am I right in saying he, he, Matt Taylor mentioned that to Paul D- and, and the advertiser? Um, or yeah. I, that? Um, I don't think he, I don't I don't think he mentioned Aidan Flint by name to the advertiser. I know he, he is looking at 
options. And he's just said uh, centre forwards are a bit of a harder one to bring in. Um, I'm trying to wrap my brain. Did he say Aiden? I don't, Tyler Blackett's turned us down. Yeah, that that was the name I mentioned. Tyler Blackett's turned us down to do whatever. Um, and then we're still looking at centre forwards. I think that was the gist of what he said. And then the other bit was about uh, Leo Yelder coming in. And now he's here. Um, I, I, I have seen a few names thrown about. Oh, um, Connor Wickham. He, he said there's no interest there either. That was yeah, one of the no first ones on the scene, and that one's been put down. Um, and then there was Good. the lad at Chal- um, is it Charlton or DiBaggio? Burton, sorry. Um, yeah, there was him, uh, and they said there was the initial interest, but can't remember the team, but they've activated the. 450k clause in his contract. Yeah, yeah. So they've activated his clause, so he's probably going there. And uh, Wigan's also got uh, Blackett as well. Really? So from what Will's just said in the YouTube comments, he said Wigan's got Blackett. Are they the new Sheffield Wednesday? If Rotherham are interested, go and sign. (laughs) I'm sure that's what I'm sure that's why they signed Edmonds Green. You know, it was just to (laughs) get what we can do. And now he's played five times. He's gone back. Yeah. Yeah. You, you could see um, that Uddersfield Uders, Uders strengthening their uh, survival hopes as well. So they got Reg yeah. there. Uh, Scott High has officially gone back as well, which is good news for all all involved. Uh, that's done, thankfully. Uh, another main name that's been mentioned today, which I think we'll just briefly touch on, is Corley Woodrow as a potential loanee. Mm. Uh, that could be a, an inspired signing, but again, there's not much on that. That could happen. It could not happen. Don't think he's had the best time at Luton. Um Lots of physicality, lots of goals for Barnsley. Let's wait and see on that one. I w- that would be particularly exciting, to be honest with you, if that came through. But these are all rumours. Charlie McNeil, this one you mentioned, Danny. Uh, did you mention it, Danny, or am mm. I imagining that? Yeah, yeah I mentioned that Manu. one. Yeah, he's, um, he yes, he is. I believe he's a centre-forward as well. Um, <clears throat> who's already got a Europa League appearance okay. this season, I think. Um not really been in first team forward at Man United, as you can imagine. I think he's nineteen. Um, but from what have, uh, from what a few people who know the ins and outs of Man United have told me, he's been lethal at youth level, like Pele level lethal in the in whatever youth setup Man United's got. Um, so he could be an in, a very interesting one. Again, it's the whole thing of do we get the experience and the youth coming in at once, similar to the defence, or do we take a punt on the youth and to back up the strikers that we've already got? So we'll have to wait and see on that one. <clears throat> Some people have told me McNeil's already signed. Some people have said it's a week away and we'll have to wait until after the Blackburn game or whatever. So I'm getting a lot of mixed stuff about Charlie McNeil, if I'm being honest. Mm. So I don't know what to make of it. But yeah, his name has been mentioned Fair bit. Yeah. Yeah. Some exciting names. Uh, Harvey Kellogg mentioned Hugel. Um, and the West Brom striker, I think Kenneth is a whore on his way out of West Brom. I've seen Hugel's name mentioned. Um, in, I think he's in Norwich, I think, at the minute. He's, he's been around. These are players that have been in and around me. We don't know much about them. I don't know. I, I, shall I just not come to you? Yeah, no. Well, you can come to me, yeah. I mean, it... It, it, it's, it, the, the good the good thing is that we're we, we're clearly going to be active in this window. There's no doubt about it, and there was a worry from a lot of fans that we weren't that we wouldn't be. Um, so we're into we're we're just coming up to end of second week of the window, are we really? 
I guess. And there's another two, two and a bit weeks left to go. Um, so it, it's positive. It is positive. Um, it'd be great for us to um, to drag a couple in on permanence. Um, yeah. You know, Actual paid for players, which would which might put a stop to some of this other nonsense as well. But you know, we'll we'll have to wait and see. But I'm I'm, I'm confident in in terms of Rob Scott's ability to pick a player um, and to pick a player that the manager wants. So he's, he's already done that by the looks of it with the two that have come in. So if we can get two or three more with a, of a similar sort of quality, we should be all right. We should be all right, assuming assuming that the manager can get him actually playing football. That's the key to it, isn't it? That's the key. Yeah. yeah. Um, Russ Vernon says, Carlin Grant is what his name is heard from West Brom. I think he's a striker as well. Um, yeah. And I've, and I've just been told Aidan Fleet was mentioned in the advertiser as a possible loan. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll obviously have to wait and see. I mean, well, I, Mick said this the other day, that I'm not sure if it is, is if it has been busy with the transfer window. It has. I don't know the stats to hand, but the, there's been almost as many loan signings already this window as there was last January in the Championship. It's, this, it's been very fast moving. What that could mean is that because we've not got on the books right now, maybe our target's been taken up. There may be different targets later in the window that are available to us, but not available to other teams because they've already done their business. Um, like I said, we've got a free, free weekend at the end of the, end of the, win, end of the window now with, with Sunderland game being, not being off. So... That gives a bit of flexibility in terms of there's less of well, there's obviously always a rush, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I don't think we'll be needing the, to trigger the um merger protocols for a for a record transfer, but we don't know. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> I mean, by some miracle, we've had a signing announced on the day of the podcast. Like really yes. finally happened. <laughs> yeah, dude. We we still have to wait until we're actually live to get a sign in and out. So there's still time this window. That's all I'm saying. There's still so time. I Twitter. <laughs> I'll check. No, nobody's signed. Um, uh, I, I really want that on the last day. If we do end up doing a show on the final day, just to be sat here and just like <clears throat> right, we're into the last hour. Oh, imagine that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If we think we're going to be busy on deadline day, we'll probably do a deadline day episode. But we'll wait until we haven't got a game against Sunderland, have we? Yeah, we may save we may save that episode and do a do a deadline day special. That's two weeks away. Two weeks imagine, imagine, imagine if we got a deadline day special live from New York Stadium. Oh, <laughs> I, oh, I might say that'd be incredible. I don't know what a strings you've got. You think we've got as a podcast? <laughs> All, all I'm saying, if if that somehow happens, that is one thing off my bucket list. Listen, off, you know what I mean, that Danny. Is... If you ever do a live a live uh, deadline day special outside New York Stadium, I'm going to be bloke behind you waving things behind your head, man. <laughs> I'll probably security come out because you're probably doing it with that camera. <laughs> Nothing. Um, we'll see. We were we record again Sunday. We may have another two signs to talk about. We may have zero. Let's wait and see. Uh, let's do some predictions for the Blackburn game. Mick, kick us off. What do you think? Early kickoff, live on Sky. I'm not positive. I'm not positive. I, I need to see some improvement before from the team and from the from the performances on the pitch before I'm going to start predicting any any more victories at the moment. Um, I think we're going to lose the game. Um, I'm going to go two 0 I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be reasonably positive and say that we'll keep it as a two 0 defeat. 
I'm, I'm, listen, I'm basing, I'm basing, well, I'm basing that on the way that we've played. Yeah. The way that we've played recently, it's just been, it's been woefully bad. It's been awful, dreadful. Some of the worst football, worst performances, performance levels I can remember seeing for a long, long time from Rugby United shirts. And Mick's watched a lot of Rotherham United shirts. Um, Danny? Well, if I remember to hit record on Sky, we've never <laughs> lost when I've done that. Um, <clears throat> um, I'm going to go nil-nil. I'm going to go very optimistic because if we do lose, I don't care because I'm out in the pubs after. <laughs> but I'm going to say nil-nil and be vaguely positive. I'm going to go very positive and I'm going to go 2-1 to Rotherham. I feel like I, I don't know the feel. It's just it's just got a bit of a recipe for a victory. We, we were third, fourth bottom against third top. If we've been in a terrible run of form, they've been okay. It just feels like it's got a bit of a, a bit of a recipe for a victory. I'm, I'm sorry, Matt. I just have to check. I, I am actually drinking apple juice and not cider. If you just said we're going to win two one, <laughs> yeah. good grief. No, we'll see. We won last time on Sky. We we get we won all those games on Sky this season. So, oh, um, Field. So we've been on Sky all times. Sheffield Jeff, United. No, that's on Sky. Sky that no, that's on Sky. Stoke. Stoke Huddersfield. Uh, we drew against Borough, didn't we? So we're unbeaten. Yeah. One, two out of three, which is obviously not bad. So yeah, fancy it. Um, mm. Harvey Kelwick says one-one. Russ Vernon's with me. He says two-one to the Millers. Uh, Phil Oxley says one-one. John Morrell says three-one to Blackburn. Mike Miller says one-two to. Blackburn, Steve Gunnish says 2 0 to Blackburn. Uh, Carl Scott says 1 1. Demon Cowd, 1 0 to the Millers. Poundwood UK says so he's being optimistic and says 2 2. Um, Reg IOC says 2 1 to the Millers. Got a feeling about it. Yeah. I have as well. Don't know why. Can't explain it. Just sometimes I get these feelings in football. All, all I know is, is one thing's for sure. However many goals are scored in that game, I'm buying that, man, that many shots at the high house after. <laughs> <laughs> I think how many goals the opposition should you concede you need to double it okay yeah I can do that so it's 5-2 you've got to buy 12 oh good grief okay <laughs> um, <laughs> finally we've now got a Norwegian player we've obviously got a Swedish player and we've got an Icelandic player we've almost completed Scandinavia have we ever had a player from Finland play for the club to, to complete that area of the world you I missed one off there Matt have we had a Danish player uh, Iverson. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, have we ever had one from Finland? Good grief. Um, uh, I know we were linked with 40 at summer, weren't we? Which which never which mm. never got put through. So that's something to... If anybody knows, if we had any Finnish players, we had a lot of finished players play for us. Let us know. If you can think of any, let us know. I don't think there is any. Gisbert Boss, Phil Oxley, was Dutch, mate? He was Dutch, right here. And, and, let's be fair, he never actually played for us, did he? I mean, he, ran <laughs> a, he kind of, he wandered about on pitch occasionally and ball hit him once or twice, but um, <laughs> he didn't actually play as such. Yeah. <laughs> Have we ever um, had a, a Norwegian player before, Yelda? I don't think so, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel Extra, Joel Extra, Extrand um, says he, I think he was Swedish. As it turns out, Victor mm-hmm. wasn't our first Swede. I don't think I'm going to check that for you. Uh, what his name again? Extrand. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Swedish. 
Yeah, he was Swedish. So he so it wasn't the our uh, first Swede, fortunately. Best of <laughs> the best <laughs> so far. So far. Mm. Um yeah. If anybody lets if anybody can think of any, let us know. Um I don't think <laughs> I'm pretty certain there isn't any. We'll I know there is. There is Phillips is <laughs> Phillips has got it, he's nailed it. Uh, <laughs> Richard Finland. Oh, I saw that at the same time as you, mate. That was brilliant, man. <laughs> very good. Nailed it, Phil. Nailed it, mate. Very, very good. Um, right, we'll end it there before any more puns come in. Um, thank you for being involved with us tonight and listening to the episode. We do appreciate you being with us. If you haven't already, please subscribe to on the on the YouTube page. We're 800, nearly 850. Well, I want to get 900 before the end of the season, if we can. That would be very, very nice. If you're listening audially, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and make sure you're giving us a five-star rating as well because we've got plenty on there and the numbers on there have gone up massively recently. So thank you, everybody, who is joining the journey of being a Rotherham fan and <laughs> joining in the, the therapy that is New York talk. Um, mm. It's been fun. Um, Mick, it's been great to have you back. No, no Mick Rant. Uh, I suspect that'll come yeah. on, on Sunday. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I'm calm. I'm calm, yeah. Okay. Week off and it's chilled me out. Great. Uh, we are going to do the post-match instant reaction. If you want to be, if you want to be on the instant reaction at New York Stadium, get in touch. We'll tell you where to meet us, uh, and you can come and spend ten minutes talking to us about your reaction to the game post-match. And we'll stick it up on the that'll be up on the YouTube channel at some point on Saturday afternoon. Um, once we're obviously back from Danny, Danny with the pub, so I'll do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danny, been a pleasure to be with you, mate. With you, thank you very much, and I'll see you Saturday. Yeah, always a pleasure, lads. Uh, I'm going to be applying for my honorary degree in psychology for being part of a hundred people plus therapy every week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've got celebrity endorsement. Even Howard Webb says this is a good therapy session. So, thank you to everybody who subscribed and sticking with us. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Thank you very much, and we'll see you on Sunday. For the next episode. I thank you very much. Bye. Rebel. Vicious. Brilliant. You're with it. What's got around the back? And Richie Wood is done again. The magic man has come up with another trick. Well, there's a chance to seal it. It's done. It's Georgie Kelly. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.